Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Media. Accelerating your fandom, this is Flash TV Talk. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to reviews, news, and more for the hit CW show, The Flash. I'm Bo. And I'm Bell. Bell, man, how you doing tonight? I, I'm I'm weirded out. It's so weird to just see you and hear your voice at the same time. I know, right? I, I almost forgot what you looked like. I, well, I knew what you looked like because I've seen pictures of you. I knew what you sounded like because I've heard your voice, but I forgot what it was like to look, see you, see, see look you. To, to see look? <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like CeeLo Green, except this is see look Bell. Yes, yes. That's how it works. That's my that's my new rap name. It's Seal <laughs> Bell. It should, it, it should be. It, if it's not, it should be. Yeah. It's either that or Belicious. Uh, um, could go either way. Yeah. Could go either yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, man, uh, tonight is a special night because, of course, we are uh, enjoying each other's company here in Austin where we are performing. We, we are rather we are recording live at South by Southwest. Sort of, uh, because here's the thing. We are here. We're actually downtown South by Southwest happening right outside the window of a very nice hotel room where we currently are uh, residing. And uh, and while this is nice, we actually did have the option to perform on stage at the podcast stage at South by Southwest. But then Bell decided to be all like, well, I got a meeting in the morning. And I'm like, dude, come on, buddy. I once uh, a lifetime deal. Like we get to perform, like to, to tell people that we, we performed South by Southwest. That would have been incredible. I, I, I wouldn't have been able to stop shaking. No, I would, it, I would have been scared. It's, it's, it's cool. <laughs> no, man, we, we could have done it anyway. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. No. There's always next year. I mean, <laughs> like, like we'll still be around next year. Come on. <laughs> Well, I mean, I hadn't heard anything about whether or not Flash got renewed yet, so, I mean... No, no, it, the, the show will be around. The oh, show yeah. will be around. It's, it's just, you know, whether or not our, you know, the ratings come in and the uh, podcast uh, naysayers will, will come in and, and cut our funding. Well, we are the number one rated Flash podcast. Well, and we are funded, and we are funded by you, and we thank you so much for doing so. In fact, if you are one of our heroes that are helping make this show happen, we do want to tip our hats to you, and we got to give a special shout out to uh, some new heroes uh, that have joined on to help support this podcast at patreon.com slash TV talk. Big ups to Davo and Adam Martin for becoming heroes, uh, supporting the show at the $1 level. We greatly appreciate it. And hey, man, we got to give like a double tip of a hat because Adam Ta- uh, Andrew Taylor, who we mentioned, I believe last episode, has actually upgraded. He is now part of our brain trust. Thank you very much, Andrew. That's awesome. Yeah, man. So we really, really appreciate that. We're getting really close uh, dangerously close even to uh, to our, our next uh, special episode, our next reward, which is to uh, record an episode of Arrow TV Talk released on the, uh, you know, the super feed available to all patrons. Uh, that'll be coming once we get, I guess, a few more patrons. We're just like six dollars away or something. So would you say we're dangerously cheesy? Uh, no. I probably wouldn't have said that. <laughs> I wouldn't either. There's a, a, you know, it's Cheetos money. Got to get that Cheetos money. You know what I would have said? What's that? We're crumb believable. Oh! <laughs> 
like Crumbelievable. That's that's Nestle. No, who's Crumbelievable? <laughs> well, I I think that is Nestle. Actually, yeah. Uh, we'd like to take a moment to endorse our new corporate sponsors, Cheetos and Nestle. I'm just kidding. We don't have corporate sponsors, but it's, it's Crumbelievable. <laughs> However, Cheetos are delicious. So Cheetos, if you want to give us money, that's I don't cool. know, man. We could we could use a little corporate sponsorship covering this uh, this I, crazy trip to South by Southwest. I know, right? Let me tell you, man. All right. Well, hey, that's uh, that's the housekeeping. Getting that out of the way. Big ups to uh, all of you again for uh, for supporting us again. Patreon.com slash TV talk. But man, we've got an amazing episode to talk about tonight. So yes, we let's do. jump into the rundown. The, the rundown. rundown. Episode 16 of season three, Into the Speed Force, directed by Gregory Smith and story by Brooke Roberts and Judelina Neria. Bell, what happened this episode? Well, Barry decides to rescue Wallace. The team manages to come up with means to monitor Barry's life signs and pull him out of the Speed Force if necessary. Uh, Cisco vibes him into the Speed Force, which is in the form of Edward, Raymond, and Snart. Uh, and less accommodating than before, the Speed Force pushes Barry to understand true sacrifice and that he must be the one to save Iris in the future. Uh, Jay Garrick, having been contacted by Cisco, joins Barry inside the Speed Force and volunteers to take Wally's place so that Barry and Wally can escape. Meanwhile, a vengeful Jesse uses the armor shard to locate and face Savitar by herself. With the help of HR, she manages to wound Savitar, stabbing him with the shard through a weak point in his armor. But Savitar then escapes. Eventually, Jesse decides to head to Earth-3 to protect it until they can free Jay. HR deduces that Savitar's strength depends only on his armor. Barry admits to Iris that while he does love her, he understands that he proposed for the wrong reasons and suggests that they suspend their relationship, which she accepted. Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> All right, man. Yeah, dude. So the the feedback from this particular episode was instant. There was a lot of love on both Facebook and Twitter with people talking about how they really, really enjoy this episode. Uh, People saying this is the best episode of the season thus far, which has already been a pretty phenomenal season. Um, we've gotten some uh, pretty amazing ups, some pretty amazing uh, downs. And I, I do think even, you know, last episode being as depressing as it was, you know, I remember actually even remembering after last episode watching it with as heavy as it was and then seeing the promos for what will end up being next week's episode, the the musical. I'm like, how do we go from that to show tunes? And this is our bridge, right? Like, you know, <laughs> we, uh, it was always darkest before the dawn and there's still a lot of darkness that's going on. Uh, but we do actually get that, that kind of instant reward of Barry deciding to travel into the speed force to save Wally. Now we got a trip to the speed force last season. However, when we did that before, it was a very different experience in many respects. It was almost like a you know, it's, you really had a wonderful life type of deal. The, the, the wonderful life aspect of it, as opposed to the kind of fictional, everything is wrong type world. We got kind of a good side of the speed force here. I think we got what at least feels anyway, like kind of the bad kind of a speed force. But what, what was your take on uh, returning to the speed force? Yeah, this is, this is an interesting, it, it's almost like a 180, right? You had like the, the, the Papa Joe figure in the old speed force was a, uh, more of like a, a fatherly, you know, hey, we're here, we're going to guide you through this and everything's going to be peachy keen and awesome. And uh, this one was more like, we're not falling for your crap anymore, Barry. <laughs> it was a lot, it was a lot more vindictive, a lot more uh, yeah. angry at Barry and and more uh, 
just negative almost. It's like it's like he jumped into the reverse speed force. Dun dun dun. Well, yeah, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> Not know about really, that. Of um, but but I will say that you know they they talked very specifically. I mean the quote unquote they being the entity that is the speed force, which is Barry, right? Well, which which we believe anyway to be Barry Wally J, kind of this amalgam of of all speedsters. Yeah. Um. But but yeah, certainly certainly a, a large part of that would in fact be Barry. Um. Uh, but but they were kind of communicating to him, you know. We when we kind of gave you back your speed, it was so that you could kind of get on with things and 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 get past your mom's death. And the fact that they kind of threw that back in his face, you know, I, it, it to me, I almost wondered if that was kind of like a little bit of like fan service. I, I hate to say that per se, but I remember very specifically after the Runaway Dinosaur, everyone was saying that you know the fact that. Barry would go and create fat, flat, fast point, flash, <laughs> flash point, flash point. <laughs> we created fast. Point. I know. I know. I'm, <laughs> it's always on my mind, man. Uh, but the fact that he would go back and create Flashpoint shows that like people were saying like, well, it's almost like the runaway dinosaur didn't matter. Like, like his first journey to the speed force was almost like a wash. Um, I, I did not feel that way. I mean, I felt like it was kind of these extreme highs and lows and, you know, the, the getting past the the mom and then ending up with the situation with his dad. And, you know, I, I felt it was just him experiencing this extreme trauma. Uh, but, but, you know, the fact that they even revisit that, I mean, do you think that was maybe a little bit of fan service? Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, that, I mean, uh, yeah, they were probably trying to acknowledge what the fan base was talking to with that. But I agree with you though. Cause I think it's one of those things where like the, the, the speed force gave him his speed back. Uh, so that he can reconcile with his mother's death, which he did. And then uh, he came back from that and everything was, was was happy and nice. His father came out of prison. Everything was going for him. Like, And then his dad dies. Mm. And that was the big right thing. Right in front of him. Right in front of him. Right yeah. in front of him. And so so that's that's like, a you know, it, it's it's a completely, it's one thing to get over the death of his mother, which he did do. And then have this other tragedy, you know, thrust right in front of his face when everything else he thought was going well wound up not going well. I mean, I, I think that's an understandable reaction. And, yeah. and I, but I, I do agree with you though in that. So they probably did that to address those, uh, those fan complaints. I mean, to some extent, I guess it is. I, I do see the fair criticism that's there. Um, but you know, I guess if nothing else, it's now been addressed and, and we can kind of, you know, move on to some extent, yeah. you know, I mean, he even told the speed force, it's like, dude, my dad just died. Come yeah. on. <laughs> Felt he was totally justified there. I yeah. did. I totally felt he was justified there when he said that. Yeah. Um, you know, so all right, so he does go back into the speed force uh on this mission to to save Wally. We actually enter into this episode with a moment in Barry's time, which is that we see everybody paused. You know what I mean? You get that Oh, they were doing the mannequin challenge. Yeah, it was it was a little bit like that. that right? That's totally what I, I thought they were doing the mannequin challenge. Like this is totally the flash cast mannequin challenge. I mean, that's technically what it was, but but I saw it more from the standpoint <laughs> of this is how Barry experiences a moment. You know, we talked even very recently about, you know, the idea of asking a speedster for more time is almost torture because they experience things kind of drawn out, uh, or at least can experience things drawn out. And so the weight of what you know, Wally's sacrifice is the wrong word. Wally's folly. <laughs> Wally's folly. Yeah. I like it. Hashtag Wally's folly. You know, the, you know, the, the, the impact of that and the fact that, you know, Savitar's on the loose, Wally is in, in this, you know, hell on speed force type situation. Everybody is feeling that, but Barry gets a chance to feel it more, feel it longer. And you get the sense too, that like every single loss, he is, he spent more time, mourning and feeling 
than anybody else has because he experiences moments like that. And I think the fact that we started off this episode with that really sets the tone and and kind of adds to the weight of, you know, who the Speed Force put in front of him. You know, first, of course, we are given Eddie and we, you know, we see him and, you know, I knew instantly, obviously. I mean, as soon as we see him, I'm like, all right, I know it's not Eddie. I know it's a Speed Force and yada, yada, yada. And that's fine. I kind of wanted him to be like, where am I, Barry? Yeah. <laughs> what happened to me? Help me. Well, but I mean, I, there was, you know, I was even like in my head trying to rationalize it, even though I knew during the commercial break, I was like, I, it's just the Speed Force. But I mean, like he got stuck up into the singularity. So but he was dead at that point, though. Yeah, but maybe the Speed Force could bring him back. I mean, yeah, you know, it's brought Wally back from a coma and Jesse from a coma. I'm just saying, man, like, you know, it is comics. Nobody's ever really dead. And it's TV. Those are both that's, mediums. That's, that's where, right. Yeah. I mean, comics, <laughs> TV, anything goes. So. That's pretty much it. Um, but no, so we get so we get Eddie. And I really liked the fact that Eddie was the um, kind of the, the first voice, you know, the first kind of uh, uh, aspect of the Speed Force, who they chose to speak to Barry because he represents the disruption of Barry Allen. You know what I mean? Like, like even saying specifically, like Eddie was supposed to marry Iris, you know, even something is, as just like very down to earth and uh, human as a love triangle. You know what I mean? (laughs) And and like, you know, that, that he died saving, you know, that he died saving the world, sacrificing himself for Barry's legacy. Uh, Whether, whether specifically that intent or not, that is absolutely what he did. Um, You know, and then of course we get uh, Ronnie that that is a different costume, right? Like even so that that's the that's the the uh, the one that Jax wears is a different one. Yeah. So the, the I forget the name of the device that they put on it, but yeah, the 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 thing on uh, uh, on Ronnie's chest is like the prototype thing when he was phasing in and out, you know. Okay. And yeah, that that's like the 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 early prototype of the uh, matter configurator of machine. Thing. Okay, but that, so then that is a, a that does call back to his original. Yeah, I wouldn't okay. be surprised if that was the original prop. Gotcha. He comes in. He's uh you know, uh, speaking. I guess we've got Caitlin and Ronnie and the baby all being generated as entities of the Speed Force. Um, Would that be Fire Frost, the kid? Fi- Fire Frost. Uh, I think that'd be a very conflicted child. I yeah, think that's that's for sure. Uh, but so, what did you think about that? Like when when you see Caitlin with the baby. What was, what was your thoughts there? You know, did they did they even talk about having kids, Caitlin and Ronnie? I don't remember that being a thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's just one of those, you know, this is what could have happened sort of thing. Sure. And I guess they're going with that route. But I, I mean, more so than anything else, uh, I, I'm sure that was there for like the emotional thing. But the, the message it was the Speed Force trying to convey is that you got to solve your own problems. And so yeah. like, you know, Ronnie could have thrown anybody else under the bus to try to do that. But he knew he, he was the only one who could who could uh, save the rest of, of Central City from the explosion. So that's why he sacrificed himself. Eddie knew that he was the only that the only way to really get rid of, of Eobard was to sacrifice himself. And I think this is just the reiteration of that. You can't oh, of course. pass your problems on to somebody else. The baby, I think, was just kind of there for like a... a it's a disruption, right? Like, yeah. again, the, the disruptive nature of Barry Allen, like, you know, whatever, whatever these people's futures would have been without his involvement. Yeah. Um, you know, I almost kind of saw the, the Caitlin with the baby thing. It kind of reminded me a little bit of, uh, of Game of Thrones and, uh, I guess, uh, pseudo spoilers for Game of Thrones, but <laughs> it, that, I mean, come on, who hasn't seen Game of Thrones? Yeah, I know. And the book, and I'm, and I'm even thinking specifically about the book, but it did actually happen in the series, um, where you actually see, uh, Khaleesi. Daenerys, uh, she gets a vision while she kind of goes into this magical 
castle, essentially. Oh, you're talking about the House of the Undying? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so while she's there, she sees a lot of potential futures. And one of the things that she sees is her dead husband uh, holding... Caldrogo. Caldrogo. Uh, Aquaman. Uh, <laughs> holding a, a child, a, a crying or, or maybe a sleeping child, but it's the child that they never had, uh, that they almost had, but that they never actually, they never actually had. And so... Um, and even that that vision in particular goes on so that she ends up seeing that child grown up and, and becoming this warrior. And so kind of even going further into the narrative of what that potential future could have been. And so, you know, the idea of, you know, Eddie kind of talking about the disruption of, you know, what his life was before we get with Ronnie, the disruption of what his life could have been even further pushing that with um, with with Caitlin and the baby. But then we get Snart, who's a little bit of a different twist right i mean like if like everyone else we saw was an ally everyone else we saw sacrificed for him yeah they were allies and they had uh uh negative things happen to them right right well but then we have snart who's dead of course barry knows he's dead yeah of course he knows he's dead which i mean course, he was we told know. that yeah well obviously we know we that, know that. <laughs> um and so that's the thing that there is that aspect of he fits that kind of similarity with the other entities that they saw but everyone else had a heroic sacrifice that directly impacted Barry. Now, perhaps the argument can be made that Snart's sacrifice was a heroic sacrifice, but it wasn't personally tied to Barry. No, no. Uh, and that's because they weren't on the same show at the time, which is a shame. Uh, however, the way they tied it to Barry, which was kind of interesting, was by uh, Snart saying that the only reason he made that sacrifice was because of Barry's influence, because Barry showed him how to be a hero, how to be selfless, and how to, uh, you know, to, to, to make a sacrifice like that. Snart wouldn't even have thought about anything like that unless he had crossed paths with Barry. That's how it was explained. Like, that's what Snart said. He's like, Snart said, you know, you showed me what it is to be a hero. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm, and I mean, I guess that is true. I, you know, I want him back so bad. I, I know. <laughs> it's so, it's so frustrating because like Why? seeing all of these characters with the exception of Ronnie that I really wish would come back. It's really, it, it pains me, man. Because like Captain Cole, like, you know, I know that, that after he left, like, oh, well, you know, we've got him in this little, they can always go back in time and see him and we get flashbacks and now we get Speed Force Ghosts. It is not the same. It is not the same. And I do feel like there is a path. There's actually a couple of paths of how they can get Captain Cold back and the sooner rather than the later. And I look, I realize it's going to happen on Legends. Pr Prison Break is it, it's, it needs to happen on Legends. That makes it makes the most sense for it to happen on Legends one way or the other and then drop him back off in the present and everything's all, you know, hunky dory. But here's the deal. Prison Break's coming up. I know that he's off the actors off the table, but I mean, he he can come back for cameos and such. But why is Prison Break? Like is it good? I never watched Prison Break. I don't want to talk trash about a show I've never seen. Yeah, I was about like, to say I would not. I mean, there's a lot of hardcore Prison Break. Fans. Oh, I know there are. I know there are. And I'm sure it's a great show, but like I don't I don't know. I mean, that that's Wentworth Miller. He's got to think about himself and his career and whatnot. And I, I while I think Captain Cold's a better villain, and even though I've never seen this other show that I'm <laughs> deriding right now. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I I I do want him back. But is Prison Break is this a limited edition thing that they're coming with? Or you know, it... I don't even know. I just know that the the I thought it was over. Well, I saw the it's funny. How many prisons can you break out of? <laughs> I mean, like before... Well, if you're in the DC universe, you can actually break out of quite a few or well, at least one that, several you times. You know, Arkham Arkham has a revolving door on it, so it doesn't really count. Uh, <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Um, you know, I, I think uh, I remember very specifically when I saw the preview for the Prison Break Return 
um, seeing Wentworth Miller and actually in uh, um, oh, Dominic when, Purcell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're like, it's like, oh, I'm going to get him. I was like, oh, is he wave? <laughs> and then I realized what was going on. I was like, oh, see, and that, that's another thing, too, because uh, Legends really, you know, it, it's coming to its own this season. It's a lot more campy. It's a lot more fun. It's Meh. just it's better. It's better than season one by oh, far. Yeah, yeah. And it's a whole true. lot of fun. It's a whole lot of fun. The campiness is just the right level in, in certain situations. But Heatwave, Mick, is, is kind of the heart of that show in a lot of ways. I did like him last episode. I did see that. Yeah, and and, and episodes prior, uh, you know, even on, on Legends TV Talk, we have a mixed quote of the week because just he adds so much to the show. If if Prison Break does take off and he's removed from Legends, then, I mean, I, I see if, uh, if I Captain Cold's removed from Flash and Legends and Heatwave's removed from Legends and Flash, I mean, those, those are two quintessential rogues that you need to have for the rogues to work. Yeah. No, I mean, Captain Cold, I think probably more so than probably than, than Heatwave, but, but, Definitely, yeah, definitely they are quintessential rogues. But I mean, they 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 have they work together, right? Like they, they do work together in the context of the show, but they are not a necessity in the context of the comics. Sure, sure, I it's, give you it's that. It's kind of like, um, I mean, it's kind of like Flash and Arrow. Like they have become, and some people get really upset when I say this, but they be, they have become the dynamic duo of this television universe, uh, so far as we know, so far as we've seen. And so you know, but but in the comics, yes, they had a relationship, but Barry had kind of stronger contact stronger well oliver for example if you thought about oliver in terms of a team up like if you were going to pair him up with another uh, uh hero in your mind it'd be hal jordan it'd be the green lantern things have changed specifically because of the the television series and so i think part of the captain cold heat wave relationship comes very very much inspired by the television series inspiring the comics you know what i mean yeah no no, i i agree with you yeah. but but that's where we are right now right is with that yeah. relationship between them and so that's that's something that I think is crucial to uh, to building a rogues on the TV show. Absolutely. Yeah. If we're if we're pulling straight from the comics and we didn't have that pre built stuff, yeah, we wouldn't really need it. But ju- we would just need Captain Cold. Just yeah. need Captain Cold. This is true. All right. So, but let's let's get let's get back to uh, back to the back flash to reality. Man. Yeah. Up well, there goes gravity. So, uh, mom spaghetti. Interestingly <laughs> enough, Barry is still having <laughs> performance issues. Uh, one out of five speedsters uh, apparently <laughs> can't get to the speed force. Without the assistance of Cisco, Cisco, of course. Well, the first time that he got to the Speed Force, he died. So <laughs> I don't think that he. Fair point. You know, and and, and Wally looked like he got ripped to pieces. Nobody wants to get ripped to pieces. I mean, fair come point. On. Fair point. Um, but I, I will say that it is interesting to me that that Barry is still relying on someone not connected to the Speed Force in order to get to the Speed Force. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of weird that the Speed because you know Cisco opens dimensions to different. Or it opens portals to different dimensions. Sure, yeah. It's kind of it's kind of interesting to view the Speed Force as a dimension. I kind of viewed it more like space time itself, like a, a. Well, it's time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the deal. It is. It's it's kind of a you know it, it's it's like a power source and it is an existence. Like the entity that we are seeing is the same as the entire universe that Barry is experiencing is the same as that you know electricity cloud storm that he's in. They're all one. And it's just the way that he is perceiving it in that moment, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, interestingly enough, when we when we do, uh, when when uh, when Cisco does vibe him in, and he's kind of standing there with them, it's almost like they're in this, um, oh, kind of like a, a terminal type situation. He's like, "All right, when I let go of you, that's it." <laughs> but but if you think about it, like he lets go, and then Barry's still there. Like the 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 electricity still exists. And then as he starts moving, then the speed force kind of chooses what it's going to look like, what his experience is going to be. He has to choose the form of the destructor. Hmm. 
to quote Ghostbusters. Oh, that was very poetic. Yeah. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the deal, though. I felt like this episode, they were setting up um, a little bit of a, an, an arc for, for Iris, which was that, you know, obviously she decided that, you know, she was taking off the ring, didn't want to marry Barry. Well, at least she, she was thinking about it. Yeah. She yeah. was thinking about it. And so you could see her take kind of walking back. Uh, her emotions, you know, especially given the fact that, you know, her emotions have been very played with uh, over the last couple of episodes. And so she was almost like protecting herself. But I thought, given that when Barry is about to leave and they share a moment and she kind of pulls away, I thought they were setting up an arc for her having to be the one that brings him out. You know, we've talked about this concept of a lightning rod and their relationship meaning more. And, you know, I mean, think about it. Barry goes into the speed force. He has that device that's supposed to get him back. You know, she, she kind of pulls away from him. Then she starts to realize that she, she, it's not that she didn't want him to come back, but she, those emotions kind of come back forward. You know, that, that connection that she has with them. And it seemed as though she was going to yet again, be the one to pull him back out. And the fact that she didn't really kind of bothers me. It bothered me a lot too. And uh, even after at the end of the episode, when we, or we'll talk about that in a second, but even at the end of the episode, when you see what happens to their relationship, it still bothered me because the reason why they didn't do that was to set up that plot point for, for, for future episodes. And like, that's, that's kind of a crucial critical thing that, that Iris is Barry's lightning rod. We've mentioned it numerous times on the show. It's always in the comics. It's everywhere. She is his connection. And like they 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 play off one another so well, and 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 she's quintessential to him being a great hero and and all this kind of stuff. And they just kind of were like, yeah, we already did that once. So I mean, yeah, no, that 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 one kind of bothered me. Yeah, it, yeah, because I you know it, it it is fine. I mean the the science aspect of you know Cisco opens up a portal and that's how you know whatever. Um, and then we've got the thing that connects him with the thing. I mean, like, it, it's fine. It's not like she's a necessity. It's just odd to me that that, that that was set up and did not have a payoff. Plus, I think it does kind of take something away from Iris's character when you don't have that connection. Like, you know, the fact that she is kind of connected in, in this kind of uh, uh, higher power type of way <laughs> to Barry and to uh, him as a speedster and, and thus to the speed force. I mean, I think that's an important aspect of her character. So I hope that's not something they drop. I do hope that we do see that in the future. Or, or if they'll explain it in some certain way where it's like, you know, Barry involuntarily went into the Speed Force the first time. The second time he voluntarily went in. And so maybe there's different rules. Because like well, Cisco couldn't no, pull him I mean, out last time. Yeah, yeah. Well, Cisco, I mean, that's the thing. Because of HR's great suggestion, uh, they came up with a device this time around to do it. Which, by the way, why, why, why are we giving HR props for that? I mean, uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, I got an idea. You could make something. Literally, that was his idea. It's like, oh, I know. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like, guys, he they make something every week. That's what they do. Well, that was like his idea with the rope. It's like, oh, why don't you just make a rope and ATAT trip him? No, even that was a better suggestion than, than this time. This time was literally like, hey, you guys should go do something. Yeah, Cisco, you know how to make stuff. Make something. And then like, oh. All right. Well, now I'm going to go make something. Like Cisco never thought to make them. He never <laughs> makes things ever. So like it was just a really weird suggestion for him to make stuff. No, you got to love that Cisco tech, man. They oh, yeah. saved the day. Of course, uh, you know, despite the fact that it was in fact broken. Now, um, Barry, you know, since Iris was not the one that was going to be able uh, for this episode to pull him out, unfortunately, uh, they go a different route. Cisco has a backup and he decides to go get Jay Garrick uh, to pull Barry out of the speed force. Now, this is interesting to me because, of course, you know, we had talked last episode about the theory of Barry taking Wally's place 
um, in order to release him. That this idea that you know one has to always be there, and that this is kind of a prison that Barry created uh, specifically in that way. Um, I thought that if that was going to happen, it'd be like you know the big season finale. Uh, would be actually, you know, that exact thing. But yet again, this this series does such a great job of giving you instant payoff. Yeah. And so you get this constant gratification of all these different stories they're telling. Um, and so we do actually get Wally saved from this prison of having to relive his mother's death over and over and over again. But instead of Barry going to prison, yet again, we have John Wesley <laughs> Shipp going to prison. Ladies and gentlemen, the third time now, third time the John Wesley Shipp <laughs> as a character on this show has been locked up with the exception of Papa Joe. Every father figure that Barry has ever had has either wound up dead or in prison. No, that's true. But I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, all right, season one, and they've all been played by Henry. That's what, that's what I'm telling you, man. John Wesley ship spends <laughs> a lot Wesley of time ship, yeah. in season one. He's in prison. Iron Heights, like an iron Heights season two. He's the man in the iron mask the entire time in a weird speedster prison in a weird speech. And now he finds that was even weird. Barry made Barry made the speech to prison that he is now imprisoning the last remaining you know visage and you know reminder of his father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so this is the thing, man. Like I the the fact that they they mentioned that Barry uh, created this prison. <laughs> Captain Dooley, sorry, <laughs> he's institutionalized at this point. Captain Dooley put that in the chat. <laughs> it's pretty much right. It's like Shawshank. You know, you get out. Each kid in a great. He's an institutionalized society. man now. <laughs> I have no idea what those two Italian ladies were singing. <laughs> it's gonna, the, the next episode is going to be like, you know, the speed prison and just Jay's just <laughs> so his feet are swinging. <laughs> That's terrible. That is so terrible. That is terrible. Jay was here. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. No. Poor but uh, <laughs> um, So, of course, Jay decides very heroically uh, to put himself in there. Here's the thing. Barry creates this prison to exist in this way. I'm starting to realize that this prison itself is a causal loop because what ends up happening, in my opinion, is that Savitar, Jay, or Barry is going to put Savitar in there to release Jay and then Savitar is going to be locked up until he comes out earlier this season. It's a causal loop. Okay, so uh, let, let's let's go from the start. No, Barry, no, no, there's no start. This is my point. Well, no, there is a start. Okay. There, there is a start. Barry creates this prison specifically to imprison Savitar in the future. Wrong. No, that's what he said. No, no, no. I think it Barry inadvertently created it. No, I, th- I think I think he explicitly created no, it. No, I think it's an inadvertent thing. It's more of like Barry realizing the way this is going to work. Because think about it. All right, so when we let, let's go from this standpoint. When we start this season, Savitar is in the Speed Force, right? He's locked up in the Speed Force. He can only get out for like a couple like these spurts, so that Barry can see him, and then the Speed Force like sucks him back up. Maybe right. So if I'm understanding it correctly, now I could be misunderstanding it. I thought they I thought they said that the prison was made by Barry for Savitar. Well, hear, hear me out on this. Okay. All right. So if I'm understanding this correctly, Savitar Savitar is like trapped in the Speed Force. He's busting out, busting out, busting out, and then it's kind of pulling him back in. Pulling or the back Alchemy in, Stone back. was doing something to That's pull right. him out or something until yeah. and so then in this in the way that it's set up is that one entity, one person, whatever, has to always be there. All right. So Savitar uh, is in there. We saw last episode Wally take Savitar's place. This episode, we saw Jay takes Wally's place. Barry is going to put Savitar back. Like, somebody has to replace Jay in that prison. Yeah. It's going to be Savitar. I think it's going to be future Savitar or end of season Savitar, which will end up getting a Jay out, and then Savitar will bust out in the past. You see what I'm saying? So you think that Savitar was imprisoned by Barry 
in the future of this season, yes. not in the future future, not yes. not in like Red Crisis Sky's future. Exactly. But like, in fact, I think, and I'm, I this episode really has me on this, and I know I know we're kind of jumping into speculation here a little early on, but um, but I, I think that Barry. When, when we talk about future Barry, you know, historically, when we've talked about future Barry, we've been talking about the Barry from the future past, the one that disappears in the, you know, in the newspaper. I think the future Barry that's been referenced this entire season is literally Barry from the final episode of this season. Like huh. technically next episode, Barry is future, ep- ep- is future Barry to present Barry. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So from that standpoint, it's a, there's a little wibbly wobbly there, but that's my, that's my theory that I'll, I'll throw out. Uh, here kind of early in the game. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, but I, I still think that Barry explicitly made the, the Speed Force prison for Sabotar. Mm. Uh, so, uh, okay. he, no, no, but that, that, that doesn't discount your theory because season finale Barry could figure out a way to defeat Sabotar by making a Speed Force prison, but the, the Speed Force prison already exists. Yeah, so that's true. Here's the deal, though. I don't want Jay always... Like, we, we need to deal be. with... I know, I know, but what I'm saying is we need we need Jay out before the end of the season. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to go back like two seasons later and be like, oh yeah, we left Jay in like hell on Speed Force. <laughs> season eight. Oh crap. <laughs> yeah. Like and we then don't. Jay, well, Jay Savitar. No. Yeah. Hold that thought. Hold that thought because that is <laughs> that is going to be part of the you know. But we're not there yet. Um. So so there we go. Let's talk about Jesse. Jesse. Uh, this episode dealing with Wally, you know, um, wanting to help out Barry, wanting to be effective. Uh, you know, she really does kind of get pushed to the side ever since she's been on this earth. You know, we we when we were first introduced to her, we were introduced to this extremely smart young, young lady who by her st- earth standards is a genius and by our earth standards is a super genius and someone who has been, and I, I like they said this, she has been the flash of her earth. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I guess. Full fledged. Yeah. So from this standpoint, she's not the Jesse quick of her earth. Uh, she's Jesse quick to us, but she's the flash, you know, of well, earth too. Yeah. They, they may call her Jesse quick. I don't know what they call her on earth too, but yeah, I mean, she, she is the a tier speedster hero. Oh, is that how you took that? I took it more of like, literally she went by the flash on her, on her earth. That was her nomenclature. I I think I think they still they might still call her yeah, I don't know it, it, I don't I don't I don't think it I don't I don't think that necessarily matters I think what matters is the fact that she is regarded as speaking of which you know something I really loved this episode what was that when the the Speed Force referred to Wally as he's a Flash yeah yeah that was awesome yeah that was really neat because here's the other thing you know talk about the whole Speed Force entity being multiple flashes theoretically it, it, like based on what Jesse said. That entity could also be her as well. Yeah. Um, if if that's the case. Technically, that entity is just as much Barry as it is Wally. It's just as much Wally as it is Barry, in my opinion. I, oh, okay. Because I believe that the Speed Force is kind of this amalgam of where all like when all speedsters, you know, become one with the Speed Force, that's what we're what we're having. And since time itself exists outside of I guess space. Then theoretically, you're talking like they can talk, you know, to their their previous selves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, time and space are linked intrinsically, hence the term space time. Yeah, but, but yes, but remember, we're we're working off of the <laughs> understanding. Comic book law. Exactly. <laughs> we're working off the understanding that time itself exists because why? 
Speed Force? Ba- Barry Allen. Barry, yeah. Yeah, because like basically Barry is time. And that's the only way that we can understand the way that time travel works on The Flash. It's, yeah, yeah. Is because Barry's time is actual time and no other time really matters. Hence, Legends of Tomorrow really is kind of, you know. But anyway. It's Barry doing it all. It, it, it's Barry. Yeah. Like he, it, 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 he is... He's everything. Yeah. But um, anyway, point being that Jesse is a flash and I like that she has been kind of fighting her corner from that standpoint, um, especially when dealing with HR. In fact, last episode, they had kind of this sweet moment and you almost forget the fact, mostly because Tom Cavanaugh plays it so well, but you forget the fact that he is her father's doppelganger. Yeah. You know, in as much as he is there to her, it almost feels as though her father is there, even though he's not her father. It, yes and no. Like to me, when 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 they interact with with, uh, with each other, uh, HR and Harry, they're so different that even though they look identical, it's still like they're completely different people. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I love about Tom Cavanaugh's performance. He's just so good with that. Oh, he's, he's fantastic. Yeah, with you it. put like a mustache on one and a hat, and like they would, you know, I, I wouldn't even think they look the same. He's been such a good coach too. You know, he's a coach to Wally, um, and so you know he he pseudo coaches Jesse regardless of what she actually wants from him. Um, he does feel a protective nature to her, but I almost feel like that was, I got a sense that it's more of like an uncle type of yeah. protection. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, same thing with Jay, actually. They've done a really good job with these doppelganger father figures <laughs> because Jay does not feel like Henry. You know what I mean? No, no. Like there is an eerie nature to the fact that he has the same face as Barry's father. But at the same time, it's only an eerie nature. Like he doesn't like that's not Henry Allen and that's not Barry's dad. And I, I think and Barry knows that just as in so much as, as Jesse knows it here. Um, but they do, uh, you know, th- there is that great line when she super punches him in the face, which probably could have killed him. Yeah. <laughs> well, she does. Know. She's a flash. She doesn't pull her punches. But she did say very specifically, like, you know, that was surprisingly satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> Because I mean, like her dad would never let her live that down, and she no. pushed him. Yeah, no, no, no. she'd Harry, never do it. Harry'd be like, "All right, you're going to like super, super detention." Yeah, <laughs> which would essentially be that prison. That that's how Barry invented that, the prison. That's what it is. Yeah. It's, it's Harry. Yeah, yeah. Jesse Quick <laughs> punched Harry, and Harry's like, "Barry, I need you to do me a favor." Uh, <laughs> oh man, Jesse Quick Savitar. All right. So Jesse Quick does fight Savitar in this episode. Um, she is Savitar. More, more, uh, more images, more, more experiences with Savitar, uh, live action, practical effect Savitar. Yeah. Uh, still looking great, yeah. by the way. I think. I um, think so too. I, I I love that suit. I think it's really cool. Because the, 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 I don't remember ever seeing on the CG suit the the Flash logo. No, I don't. I, I never noticed that detail before either. Yeah. Um, which is really interesting. And it does kind of lend credence perhaps to some of the theories that were uh, put out there last episode. But here's the deal. This episode, man, we got a lot of new information. In fact, so much new information that I think we almost need to have a repeat for this week's Speedster Speculation. All right, man. Who is Sabotar? Now, last week we went through a bunch of different theories and chief among them, one that was constantly being discussed, especially online, is this idea that Wally, that Wally's supposed to be Savitar. Is it fair? And and I, I, I put this out to you guys. Is it fair now? Can we kick that theory theory out? No, I don't think so. You think that's that's still in play? You- I, I, I do. Because, I, you know, he wasn't in the Speed Force very long, but he was there. And like we mentioned earlier, speedsters experience time and things uh, at a much faster or I, because they because their neurons fire faster, uh-huh. everything seems longer, right? Okay. So he could have he could have been in there for days or hours, but to him it could have been years, you know. Uh, so we uh, don't know okay. we don't know how that's affected him yet. And we do see him at the end of this episode and kind of a hello darkness, my old friend. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, okay, all right. Fair enough, fair enough. All around me are familiar faces. <laughs> <laughs> Worn out no, 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 places. Hey, hey, musical episodes next week. <laughs> That's true. That's next week. Uh, all right, that, that is actually a really good point. Um, so, yeah, he was very, very glum and very, you know, he didn't, he didn't look like Wally. And Jesse's leaving. That's going to have an impact on him. Yeah. And... We we know from what Savitar told us that Barry is there when he is created. And so at all of these really big turning points in Wally's life, Barry has been at every single one of them. So I'm not saying we can rule out Wally. It's just we need to we need to see what happens to Wally and whether he pick whether he comes back to Kid Flash. Even Wally, you know, even Barry himself said yeah. we we can't we can't Kid Flash is on the sideline until we know what's going on. He's gonna he's gonna hold and that. And that's gonna down. hurt him too. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because when 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 Barry said that, when he said that, you know, that Barry that Wally was not gonna be Kid Flash, I thought that Jesse was actually gonna become Kid Flash for a while. Like she's just gonna spray paint it yellow or something like that. Um I was surprised to actually see her leave, especially go to Earth Three, because who's taking care of Earth Two? Harry. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> But I know, right? Yeah, that that was that was the first thing that I mentioned to myself when I was watching that episode. It's like, okay, you got to go protect Earth three because Jay's going into the Speed Force prison. But then who's protecting your Earth? And I'm like, wait, your dad's dad. Harry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but still, though, no. If, if there needs to be a Flash protecting each Earth, does yeah. Wally need to go to Earth two? I mean, I don't. Maybe, but maybe. he's not. He's not a Flash yet. You do a sabbatical you know? on Earth. No, no. Wally's a Flash. I mean, but he, he he's he's not as mature as Jesse or Barry. No, that is true. But I mean, I think Kid Flash. He still counts as quote unquote a Flash. Yeah, sure, he's sure. a speedster yeah. for sure, and he is pulling directly from the Speed Force, especially since like you know the visual cues that we get with the lightning and that sort of thing. Well, right. But I mean, like no one has referred to him as the Flash of his Earth yet, no. like they have with Jesse and with Jay, and you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. fair enough, fair enough. All right, but here's the deal. Okay, so you're, I, I think you've made a, a strong argument for why Wally can still be left on the table. Um, any Anyone else that you want to um, take off the table? I mean, can we rule out anybody? I don't know, because, like, if HR... I don't think we got anything furthering. I, I think you're right in that we we almost got a little bit of furthering of the theory that perhaps it is Wally. I don't think we got any furthering of the theory of it being Barry from the future. No, is, no, that's Barry, always no. one that people like to go to is that it's Barry from the future. I don't think that I don't think that one can make sense now. With, with HR though, like I don't see why HR would give up the fact that Savitar is wearing a suit. Like no one on the team knew that that was his weakness at all. If HR was Savitar, unless he didn't know that he was okay. Savitar. I've never been more certain in my life that it's HR. Really? Yes. Enlighten me, sir. Okay. For one thing, when Jesse is talking, when Jesse is fighting Savitar and he says, I know, I know all of this because I lived it. The only two people that are living that moment other than Savitar are HR and Jesse. Wait, wait, wait. But the, let's go over that scene. What exactly What exactly were they saying? And she, what exactly was he saying? He was saying, I knew you'd be here. And she's like, how would you know? He's like, I've lived it. Yeah, Savitar. He's like, I was here. I experienced all of this. It's because he's HR. And I think even further, the fact that HR is kind of put like, no, don't get no, me wrong. He's time traveled. I, I know. But so let, let me be very clear about this. Okay. HR, present HR is not Savitar. So something's going to happen to... Yes, future HR is Savitar, and we are dealing with specifically a future version of HR that is Savitar. So, so when I say that HR is Savitar... HR-Vitar? It's, it's, when I'm talking about HR-Vitar, <laughs> I'm not talking about the same kind of like, you know, Jay Garrick is, is you know, oh, okay. secretly so th this is, so, Hunter Solomon, yeah. Yeah, so, so, so the... 
the uh, HR that turns into Savitar is not the guy that is mentoring Jesse Quick. They're completely they're the same person but in a di- like one you know something happens in a future episode to HR that causes him to go insane and turn into Savitar. You Bell are Savitar. Your high school self is HR. Yeah. You yeah. go back in time and start causing mayhem. Yeah. And your high school self is doing everything he can. You, by the way, you're wearing armor. Well, you, yeah. you got the beard. And your I, high school I, self. No one from high school would recognize me. Right, right, right. Fair if enough. I went back to high school. Especially if you were wearing that armor. And so like, you're going around causing mayhem, and your high school self is like, man, you know, I, I got to stop this guy. Like, how do we do it? And the fact thing, the funny thing is when he said, like, you know, stabbing him and, like, going through the armor, he's like, yes. I was like, yeah, HR, but you'll be feeling that one in the future. <laughs> Just what if it's HR from the past? Nah, yeah, I know nah, that's ridiculous. It's not, it's not HR from the past. So <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, uh, it's it's got to be. I don't know if that would be satisfying though, if, if it's HR. I think it. I think it'd be a tragedy in a in a good kind of tragedy. Like I think that's a good tragic arc for that character. Yeah, and and it would on take top of that, such a falling out for him to want to do that. And I, I'd almost be interested to see what it would cause for for this just happy go lucky extreme optimist to go that far to the dark side. Remember, he said very specifically that like in the prison, like he went in like part of, part of the insanity is what happened in the prison. Um, and so it's very possible that you, you're right. I mean, I think that there probably will be some kind of dark turn, but it also could be in an, like in trying to stop Savitar, HR does something that hurts him or, or changes him or something of that nature basically causes him to become, HR avatar. So then he is either masking some type of, some type of ability that he has. No, I don't think that. Okay. So then how does he get the knowledge to do that? Don't know. Don't know. I mean, it could very well be that accelerated man comes back into play. Um, of course, which you, I'm excited about. Yeah. That. You, yeah. you theorize that that's probably going to happen at some point. Um, it makes even more sense by the way, if, if essentially we discover that Savitar is HR, that makes him his origin story tied specifically to Earth-19. And so we have an Earth-19 villain and we'll need an Earth-19 flash to come in and, you know, help help mop up the uh, like accelerated man. Yeah. And, and and also, like, you know, since it is a suit, it doesn't necessarily have to be that HR has any powers or something like that. It's just it's well, just that's what I'm saying. Right. But but like, how does he get the suit? How does he build the suit? Star he Labs, have man. Those abilities. That, that is some I bet I bet yeah, it's but Cisco got, Tech. But he, look, think, think about it. Cisco this way. Tech. What if what if OK, what is on the chest? It's a flash symbol. What if what if the armor is not meant for HR or whomever? What if that's armor that Cisco built for Barry? There we go. This is all right. Here we go. Here we go. It's some sort of experimental armor that Cisco built for Barry to fight Savitar to increase his speed. But they determine it's too dangerous. HR gets in a situation where he's like, I'm going to try this on myself or whatever. Way too causal, dude. Uh, because this is. This, this <laughs> then, is who, then who is Savitar? Causal loops are but this who is season. Savitar without the armor? Yes. Hang on. But without the armor, it's HR. So they Cisco made this armor to fight a guy who doesn't have armor? No, no. All right. You, you're not thinking fourth dimensionally, Marty. It's, <laughs> like, this is heavy. <laughs> it like, all right. In so much, Derek's watching right now. He could back me up on this. Maybe. <laughs> all right. So, so in as much as season one, you know, the past, the future past was kind of like the, the theme, right? Like, like this, the, the future is happening in the past. That was kind of like the thing in season two, the thing was, or the theme or whatever was multiple earths was the multiverse, 
right? Like Earth 2, that was a whole deal. This season, thematically, the challenge is causal loops. The prison, I believe, is a causal, will be a causal loop. Harris, our HR, our, our Savitar is a causal loop. In fact, every, we, we already know he's a causal loop because he's acting in the present as a fu- as an entity from the future, referring to the events that he's currently experiencing. What about so this? he's not changing the present, which is, by the way, further, I think, proof that he's not a traditional speedster because a speedster makes changes to the past, them stick. But he's going back and affecting the present, and it's part of it. So what about this? What about this? I think uh, I'm a genius. What if the speed prison that Barry created isn't necessary. So like the only speech is going to the speed force. Okay. All right. So Cisco creates the armor because HR volunteers to go into the speed force. Okay. All right. right. To take Jay Garrick's place. Oh, wow. Okay. And so maybe they, and so Cisco makes the armor so that he can act as a speed force conduit. Okay. And then he puts him in there. Interesting. So he goes now. So he goes in um, you know, the speed force warps the armor and everything else. Maybe it's not even for HR to take his place. Maybe it's for HR to save him. To save Jay? Yeah, like they, this is the way they're going to cheat it. But here's the thing. It doesn't work like that. So what does the speed force do? It says, nope, we're keeping you here. We're spitting Jay back out. You broke the rules and now you're locked in here, but now you're locked inside this like battle suit. And at the same time that all that's going down and HR is becoming Savitar, boom, they rip off the mask in the present. And we see, dun, 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 HR Vitar. Interesting. <laughs> Could be interesting. <laughs> Did I sell you so, on that? I mean, because they're, they're throwing so much that it's Wally, that Wally's been messed up, that Wally's been changed, that there's going to be like all these negative effects to happen to Wally, that it just makes me think this is not Wally. No, it's not Wally. But I mean, HR just, it, it seems like there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, 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 assumptions and things you have to make for, for HR. Gunnar, Gunnar in the chat points out, this has been pointed out a couple of times too, that um, when we did see that flashback forward, whatever it is, uh, the actor that we saw from behind was a, you know, a, a seven foot tall white dude. So uh, uh, when we saw Savitar without the armor. Right, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. We've seen flashbacks before that have been misleading. Hence, we saw Zoom fighting Jay, quote unquote, Jay Garrick of Earth 2. Um, which we now know, of course, well, and that, that never actually happened. Yeah, and that was that was Jay telling the story, and exactly. they were presenting us with a flashback. Yeah. So, so who was telling the story at that point? Was I think it, it Julian? Was, no, I think it was Jay. Actually, if I'm remembering correctly, I think it was Jay. Jay Garrick of Earth Three. Okay. Um, and so, uh, but but still, I just <laughs> the Green Era. It's clearly Captain Singh. <laughs> yes, yes. Fear the beard. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> there he is. That's where he's been this whole time. Yeah, yeah. Barry threw his boyfriend in the Speed Force, and he went to go get him out, and he went crazy. <laughs> Why did Barry? Throw his boyfriend at the Speed Force because Singh was getting on to him for like skipping work or something. I don't know. So, so Future Barry is evil then. Well, I mean, there's there's been no well, that was Dark Wally. This is taking us too far down a rabbit hole. <laughs> We're already dealing with causal loops here. But anyway, so that's that's my theory. I'm sticking with HR Vitar. Are you throwing out a new theory? I don't know. I because you said it was Jay Garrick. I mean, I don't I don't think it could be Jay. No, though. I don't think so either. I mean, if, if Jay, Jay, okay, so Jay takes a place, it's going to, you know, he's going to be in the speed force. I don't know how the prison affects speedsters. We still, cause, cause I, I still don't believe well, that no, Savitar yeah, is a speedster. We know that it, we, it, it's affected Wally. Right. But I don't know that, that Savitar, that's the thing is like Wally would just be in there. He, I see what you're saying. Yeah. It didn't drive him crazy the way that. The way it, it might somebody in a, in a suit. By the way, when we, um, I, I kind of completely forgot to mention this, but of course we did see Hunter's Alleman appearing 
yes. Now that's a question. Did is uh, is the Black Flash gone, or is that just a manifestation of the Speed Force? I think I both the Black Flash and the Time Wraith were both manifestations of the Speed Force. I, agree. I don't think those were the actual things. I think those were tests the Speed Force was giving to Barry. The other thing too is that we very specifically saw. Um, you know, the black flash using red lightning, which we know, or at least has been explained to us to be tied to the, the negative speed force. And you wouldn't see the negative speed force in the actual speed force. If it was actually the negative speed force. Yeah. I don't think the, it seems to me kind of like a matter, any matter reaction would happen if somebody tied to the negative speed force went to the actual speed force. Yeah. Cats and dogs lying together being mass hysteria. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't think Jay, uh, would make sense because I don't know exactly how, whether or not a, a true speedster like Wally, like Barry, uh, like Jay, uh, how they would be affected by the speed mm-hmm. force prison, but a dude in a suit absolutely could go crazy since it is a dude in the suit. We know that now. I don't know. HR does seem to kind of make sense, but I'm telling you get on board. Hashtag HR. Fine. HR. Retard is. This is John Wesley Ship, and you're listening to Flash TV Talk. Red and yellow, red and yellow, red and yellow, red and yellow. All right, man, we got some great listener feedback in. Uh, the first one comes in from Laird, a member of the Brain Trust. Um, actually, I, I pinged him just to see if he was uh, in Austin while we were here for the, uh, or, you know, for the uh, South by Southwest. Unfortunately, he's not, but he did send in these great thoughts. He said, it was confirmed on one of the iTunes extras by one of the producers that they will, in fact, be having a killer shark versus Grodd episode next year. Uh, he said, I think they gave the, the, the show a name as well called Grodd's Revenge. Uh, I'm on a plane or I would grab the audio in particular on Flash. They put out a few extra videos each month with the season pass. Usually they are deleted scenes, but sometimes they are longer, uh, like 10 minute features and such. He said, it's pretty cool. Have a great trip from Laird. So uh, Laird, man, good, good catch on that one. I, uh, I, I, you know, I, I typically go the Amazon route and Amazon doesn't have the extras. Yeah, I uh, I've been debating because I, I, I'm a physical media kind of guy. Like mm-hmm. for for certain things, like for for movies and DVD and like you know shows, I kind of like the physicals. Uh, so uh, I I would I'm sure they'd be on the physical copies. I, I would think so. Yeah, I don't see why they wouldn't do that. All right, we also got in from uh, AJ. Now this is great. AJ inspired from this week's episode. Uh, it, it re- he recalled a quote from Doctor Manhattan. Uh, from the uh, the graphic novel Watchmen, although he made a bit of a twist. He says, I've walked across the surface of the sun, seen events so tiny and so fast, they can hardly have been said to have occurred at all. But you, Savitar, you are just a man, and the world's fastest man possesses no more threat to me than does its fastest termite. <laughs> yeah, that's what he was talking about when... Uh uh, Ozymandias ripped him apart. That's right. Like, yeah. The yeah. World's smartest man type deal. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, on iTunes, we also got a review. What did uh, crash Coco say? All right. They write friends talking about the flash. Great chemistry. Uh, these two guys, very uh-huh. informative and funny. I'm new to the flash and catching up to get some, uh, to get ready for season three. When it comes back, keep up the great work. You guys got a new listener. Oh, right. appreciate that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you so much. We, uh, we love you guys for tuning in. Uh, we want to give you thanks for, uh, for heading over to iTunes, writing those reviews. It's a great way to show some love for the show. An even greater way though, to show some love for the show is by becoming a patron. We mentioned it at the top of the show, but we are just a few dollars away, uh, from, for creating, uh, from creating a bonus episode for you guys, uh, head over to patreon.com slash TV talk to uh, learn how you can help support the show. Or if you're listening on the satchel podcast player, just click be a patron. It's right there on the podcast player itself. 
uh, satchel. You can get it for your iPhone or for your Android smartphone device. You can also keep up with us throughout the week. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Flash TV Talk. And if 140 characters isn't enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at flash at podestery.com. That's P-O-D-A-S-T-E-R-Y dot com. And for the latest news and daily discussions on all things Flash, be sure to like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Flash TV Talk. Also, special thanks to Charlie Bach, who provides our outro music. You can check out the rest of his stuff at soundcloud.com slash Charlie Bach. Oh, sorry. I was playing around with it. <laughs> Uh, once again, we want to encourage you to head over to iTunes, write us through those reviews. Every time that we get a 10th iTunes review, we give away a free digital comic, and we are almost ready to do that. And yes, I know, Greg. Oh my God, for real? I keep, I, no, I I know. keep emailing you. You don't. Oh, I don't email you, but I send you text messages. No, you don't. I, I sent you at least one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that this is, is partly my fault, too, okay? That is, that I is take full responsibility. <laughs> Uh, but no, yes, we uh, we do do that, and yes, yeah, that is happening. <laughs> I actually had it ready to go, and then I was like, "Oh snap! I forgot to actually find out." Can what I comic make you do you it right now? Before we go out? Yeah. Yes. Okay. We're this is this is what it takes. You're you're, you're gonna yeah you're gonna send the email this to is, find out what comic he wants. And no, he, gonna, he already sent the email. Like okay, he's so he knows. Then. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. So then it, the, the, this is happening tonight. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna do that right now before we go. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we really appreciate it, guys. Hey, next week we got a big musical episode. It's going to be a lot of fun. So we'll be back in a flash.
Rogue Media. <laughs> Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.